Welcome to the Grid Girls Podcast. Welcome to episode 40 of the Grid Girls. Uh, I can't believe we've made it all the way to episode 40, you guys. This is magical. (laughs) Uh, We're here today with the squad. The squad's back together. Catherine Benham, Elizabeth Worth. Lisa Olson and me, Sarah Connors. Yay. Welcome everybody. Hi y'all. Hope you're. S- how's everybody's Sunday going? It's good. It's been a Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> Catching up on all of the shit I didn't do the rest of the weekend. Yeah, that's time. fair. <laughs> NASCAR at Martinsville is a thing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's true. How's it's How's it going? It's going all right. My Kyle Larson's been doing good. Um, when I left to come up here, Kyle Busch was in the lead. So, That's fun cool. race. That's cool. Martinsville, Martinsville is a really cool track. So. Where is that? Virginia? Where is Martin? I think. Oh, okay. okay. It's the paperclip gotcha. track. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I keep seeing people tweeting, like, the paperclip emoji, and I'm like, what is <laughs> this? <laughs> I have to look into this. <laughs> That's cute. Uh, so we've got a lot to talk about today. Uh, the Formula E race was pretty eventful. Um, we've got a couple of women in motorsport things. Actually, let's get right into that. So we ended up doing that petition that we talked about in the last episode um, to take down those galleries on motorsport.com, which were the paddock beauties, just kind of like butt shots and gross pictures of ladies that, you know, don't really need to be on a motorsport.com website. And lo and behold, uh, late in the week this week, or this past week, um, someone went on motorsport.com and the galleries were gone. Um, yeah. They never released any sort of, you know, statement about it or anything. They just took them down. They didn't respond to our petition at all, uh, even though, like, th- over 300 people signed it, which was pretty great. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, great success, everybody. Yeah. Nice, nice work. Yeah. Yeah, it was pretty, pretty excellent. I mean, it's this kind of thing where, like, it's not going to take some sort of... You're not going to be able to make these huge steps. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be a bunch of little increments. And, you know, I'm happy that we got this one little increment leapt over. Because, yeah. so. I mean, I know people were saying that it wasn't, like... It's not going to make a difference because all the pictures are still there. But the fact that they're not all in one place and just, like... Here is, yeah. you know... Even the title of the, you know, the folder was just grossly yeah it was just yeah. degrading it's not so. you know the second folder right next to the all pictures yeah exactly folder anymore it doesn't like you can still search for these images and they'll still be there but at least they're not all collected in a very easily accessible spank bank yeah just so. being like this is the most important thing on this website about cars and racing just like mm. yeah exactly <laughs> It was a victory. Yeah. Yes. It was. It, it was, was good. Yeah, so now if you want to find those pictures, you have to either, I mean, you can probably keyword search or you can look at individual events, but yeah, it makes makes it a lot harder to find, which, yeah, go us. Yep. I'm so happy. Like Getting things done. Mm-hmm. And just seeing all the discussion that it generated on Twitter was mm-hmm. pretty cool, too. It's really a yeah. storm. Lots of people yeah, with lots of opinions. Yeah. 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 So yeah. it was neat to be able to argue our point. Yeah, and I think I think a lot of people kind of you know once you explain a little bit as to why this is a problem, people 
people start to get it. You know, you're always going to have the the trash boys that are going to argue in favor of it no matter what, but luckily yeah. most people who, you know, didn't have an opinion one way or the other were supportive once you explained it. So, yeah, yeah it was good. It was good. So, good job, everybody. Good job. Thank you to everybody who signed that. It yes. uh, means a lot. It's pretty good. So, um, other stuff going on. Uh, happy news! We have Pippa Man back at Indie. Yay! Yes, I'm yeah, so hyped. <laughs> um, Catherine, you have plans to support your fellow country person? Yeah, I, I found out that Amazon sell a pink uh, Union Jack, so I am fully on board with getting that. <laughs> nice. Yes. Are you gonna like write anything on it? I don't know. I'll, I'll see how much time I have, or and if I can come up nice. with an appropriate pun. <laughs> Oh, jeez. <laughs> yes. You know you got the squad there on your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I feel like even if you don't do it before you get to Indy, we can bring Kate with us. That's a good yeah. point. Do it in Indy. Yeah. We'll have time, so. We've got yeah. loads of time. 18 <laughs> yeah. whole days. <laughs> can confirm paint is sold in Indianapolis. <laughs> well, <laughs> good, good. It is not a wasteland. <laughs> Yeah, that's awesome. It's really great. This is her fifth time at Indy, um, running the Dale Coin car, the 63. And a good car this year as well, so. Should be amazing. Yeah. I'm so excited, yeah. Um, and she's gotten great reception for it. You know, she's out testing today. Uh, she was talking about going to visit the fans at Turn 2 and got really good response for it. So, Yay. I, you know, I think everything aside, everyone always loves seeing her run at Indy, so it's, yeah. it's just really Really it's nice. a good time. Yeah. And she's such a nice person. She does a lot for the sport, too. Mm -hmm. It's good to see that, like, the sport gives back. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, so that means the Indy 500 grid is, like, slowly coming together. I know. It's a little... uh, <laughs> yep. I feel like we're going to get a couple more cars still signed. But, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the yeah. time, like, it feels so good. Like, this is coming soon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. We leave in 37 days. Oh, so. God. Mm-hmm. scary. <sighs> Yeah. Um, so one last thing on this on this itemized list here, which is slightly less wonderful, but we got to talk about it because we're here. So <laughs> um, I don't there was this video that was re released this week. Uh, Elizabeth, do you want to talk about it? Because you found it. Yeah. So my friend Alana sent me this video and it's the it's like a justification for the NASCAR monster girls. And so the way that it's organized is it's. Jamie Lynn Spears interviewing all of these, like, the monster girls and, inter like, interspersed with these images of them, like, dancing and just, like, these really just uncomfortable shots and then, like, these interviews with a bunch of just fucking gross white dudes, like, talking about why monster girls should be a thing. And it's basically just, like, that whole, like, you know, I'm a cool girl kind of style of, like, I'm not like other girls. I'm out here to just, like, have a good time and hang out with the guys, but also just be, like, a sex object. And it was really uncomfortable. It was just not a good time. And they're basically just saying that, like, women and, like, the fans who criticize Monster Girls are tearing down women. And it's not that at all. It's just no. not that. No. Um, yes, the, the interview with that one guy, the motorcycle guy, was yeah. just, like... Really so disgusting. Yeah. Um, this one guy was just talking about how, um, I think the direct quote was, without chicks, you ain't bringing young people here. Yeah. Uh, that's what dudes want to stare at. Yeah. Um, 
They were saying you know, it's a justification for how we get the new generation involved. Yeah. And they just literally referred to girls as scenery. Yep. Like, yep. we're here to get the scenery. Like, it's so disgusting. It's gross. Yeah. So, it's. I mean, it's problematic for several reasons. The most blatant one, yeah, being the guys just referring to women as scenery. You know, we've talked about this before. You know, there's a whole untapped... You know, seg- segment of the fan base here that you could potentially have that you are putting off by, you know, referring to women as scenery, putting us down, um, kind of taking away any legitimacy women fans have, or trying mm-hmm. to at least. Um, and on top of that, yeah, the girls themselves, you know, it's a job. That's fine. That's okay. But mm-hmm. the whole cool girl aspect of it, yeah, I'm not like other girls. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm okay with this, and I don't feel objectified, so everything must be fine, yeah. because my opinion is right, you know, and my opinion it, speaks for everyone. Every time we've mentioned this on Twitter, or, like, talked about something similar to this, there's always, like, that those guys who will come in and be like, well, I know girls who, and yeah. these are the, it's literally just, like, you can tell that one of those dudes who has that point got all of these girls together and made a video, so that it's, like, you know, a legitimized way to... St- be like, well, see, these girls don't mind. Like, they love what they do and all this stuff. And yeah. I'm sure they do, but it also doesn't bring anything to the sport no. at all. It's like the fact that so many of them were also making out that, you know, how important they are to the sport and that they're, you know, such a huge draw. And I'm just like, why? You know, are you? Yeah. do you really have that little faith in your own sport that if they weren't there, you know, your sport would die, <laughs> basically? Yeah. It's just like, you know, you... Well, yeah, it's like that. It's like the... Poll someone did on Twitter a few days ago where they were asking if grid girls were not a part of the sport anymore, would you still watch? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's that 3% of people that said, yeah, I wouldn't watch anymore. <laughs> That's like everyone they interviewed in this video. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's yeah. just a, it's a very obscured view of like what a, what a motorsport fan is mm-hmm. because these are obviously not like all of the people that actually watch motorsport. These are just the people who are gross. Yeah. Yeah. And honestly, it's it's a pretty sad state of affairs where you have to make a video justifying something because people were criticizing it for very legitimate reasons. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, NASCAR, what are you doing? Fix your shit. <laughs> I know. Um, I'd love to see, uh, you know, on the flip side of this, we can talk about this more later, but I don't think Formula E had grid girls this week. They had mariachi guys. Which is amazing. <laughs> Which is Awesome. Yes. Yeah, that's really fun. <laughs> like, what sort of what sort of sport would these sports be if they did more creative things with, you know, the people holding the signs on the grid? Like, the mariachi guys. In Austria, you could have men and women in traditional outfits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you could do all sorts of, like, super creative things with these, with these, you know, Like, give me cowboys people. in Texas. Like, <laughs> hell yeah. <laughs> yes. Don't use people just as sex objects. No, yeah. just you, you can know, use them as use them as like windows. local traditional yeah, exactly. scenery. Embrace the culture <laughs> yeah. of whatever country you're in. Yeah, I don't know what I'm Britain would be, but I'd pr- probably best not to <laughs> think about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could think of something. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, if you want to be like creative and like actually have these people as entertainment, like at least make it a valued entertainment, yeah. and instead of just. It's like the difference between like trash TV and like I don't know a good TV. That's not a that's not a good metaphor. But <laughs> you get what I mean. Yeah, there's, yeah. there's a significant difference. I mean, a lot of exactly. like in Formula One, a lot of um, races. Like I remember Russia doing it, 
where they have like performances on the grid and like obviously the the Austin Grand Prix has like the the Dallas you know cheerleaders and things but like yeah. they have why don't they use like the people that they have performing that doing like all the the grid stuff if they have to have people yeah, holding things you know they have the people there in Germany they had like a whole parade of people with like banners and things yeah. and it was great and very German and you know they could have <laughs> easily had all those people doing it so there is literally yeah, no no excuse <laughs> <laughs> We just have so many different options. Yeah. yeah. Like, why do, why do we got to choose this one? Yep. <laughs> this is the worst of all possible timelines. Yep. Yeah, seriously. Um, I just, oh, man. I, there's so much more we could say about this. We've said it a million times. <laughs> we've written about it. We've talked about it, you know, We will probably length. discuss it again. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yep. We'll be, the problem is because these series keep doing things like this, and it's just, it's not, it's, it's not acceptable. And every time they do it, there's always a backlash because it's becoming less acceptable the more years go on and the more people realize that, you know, women in motorsport are there as valuable members of teams, mm-hmm. you know, as drivers, as fans, mm-hmm. and they shouldn't be there as objects. Mm-hmm. That's no. frustrating. So, yeah. anyway, speaking of Formula E and those mariachi guys <laughs> who were... How about Formula fantastic. E? Fantastic. <laughs> oh my god, Formula E. We had like a complete 180 from the last race, which yeah. was boring as heck. It's been a pretty boring this. season, to be honest, so far. I mean, how, yeah. we've had like yeah. three it races. It was good to have this to shake it up. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> For real. See, I remember Mexico City last year being a wild shit show because I didn't watch it. I was following it in the backseat of a car because we were, I think we were in St. Pete and I was just losing it. <laughs> like, I don't know. I'm glad I got to see this with my own two eyes, except I would have rather watched last year's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, who won last year? Lucas Degrassi! <laughs> oh, that's right. That's right. Two in a row, man. But there the, was the, uh, the Jerome oh, situation there. Yep. Yeah. Um, I was so... Okay, so starting from the beginning here. Uh, qualifying was... I mean, I feel like we should have known immediately off the bat after all the penalties and stuff after yeah. qualifying that this was going to be... A situation. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Daniel Abt got pole. Um, his tire pressures were wrong, so he had to forfeit his pole. Good job, good job, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Go team. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jerome also had the same thing, right? I think so. I'm not. Ent- I I had no idea what happened to him because I would just turn down the race, and him and Louis were at the very back of the grid, and I was heartbroken to begin with. <laughs> <laughs> the struggle. Yeah. So coming into this race, Sebastian Buemi again was killing it. Won all three races, 75 points. Next guy was Lucas Degrassi, 29 points back of him. Uh, Nico Prost, 39 points back, and then top five rounded up by Jean Eric Verne, Felix Ros- Rosenquist. Um, who each had uh, 22 and 20 points total. So 53 and 55 points back of Sebastian Buemi. So, yeah, it was a bit of a Buemi running away with things. Um, This race was also Esteban Gutierrez's first Formula E race. Uh, You could kind of tell, like, throughout the race that he was a little like, how do I manage this (laughs) this battery? It's a learning curve. (laughs) Yeah, Jeff had the same thing when he just, like, joined too, so... Mm -hmm. It's interesting to see these people when they first come in and how they're like, wait, what? <laughs> I have to do what with this battery now? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, I mean, he did fine. I mean, he finished top ten, so. Yep. Yeah. 
Um, nice obviously, some boy. of that was some of that was attrition, but you know, whatever. Yeah, <laughs> you avoided the chaos. Yeah, he did, and he made it over the line with energy. That's the main True. thing. <laughs> True. It looked like he wasn't going to for the pit stop. Actually, yeah. he was so close to. I think he had one percent when he pulled in. Yep. So mm-hmm. good for him. <laughs> um, Oliver Turvey yeah. had a not great birthday. <laughs> yeah, it's like that poor boy. It's not the year for having races on your birthday because Stoppel had a terrible birthday and that McLaren and now Turvey had a terrible birthday. Yeah, yeah, not good. It's not ideal. No, no, it's um, not. Yeah, to go from pole to being the first person to DNF yeah. is not not great. Um, turn three seemed to happen a lot of things happened yeah. at oh, turn God. three every every time it would come there i was just like clutching my desk <laughs> like, like oh no oh no oh no, oh, no. <laughs> right so it looked like it looks like off the start everything was gonna be okay so they get through turn one they get through turn two and you're like okay all right all right this could be this could be oh no <laughs> turn three <laughs> turn three happened yeah sarazan hit lucas degrassi um she in turn three yeah, you the <laughs> um, they really lucked out with that safety car, huh? Oh God, it was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Good job, good job, guys. So yeah, they pitted, fixed their shit. Uh, at one point, Jack Nichols tried to call the rear wing the back nose, <laughs> and I was just like, "Wait, there isn't a back nose." <laughs> Oh, Jack Nichols. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that Jack and Dario are back yeah, together so. again. <laughs> so They're my good. favorite commentary like, team. The commentary dream team. Yep. 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 They really familiar. need to coordinate races better so that they don't land on Formula One weekends because it's just not the same without Jack. I don't like that other guy at all. No. He's terrible. Yeah, from there, a couple, couple clean laps after the safety car, and then Antonio Felix da Costa tries to overtake Sam Bird, fails... Goes off a little bit, comes back on. Everything seems to be fine. Um, again, Esteban Gutierrez rolling along, gets passed by three people on one lap. Uh, <laughs> it's like he figured out energy con- conservation slightly too late. <laughs> but that was he'll lap learn, seven. Sebastian Buemi set a whole bunch of fastest laps in a row. Uh, Degrassi, Abdin, Buemi all got fan boost. Yeah, shocker. Same people. All the mm-hmm. time. <sighs> yeah. Well, it's almost like people want the people competing for the championship to get fan boost, which, which is makes sense. Which is nice. Yeah. yeah. But still, it gets boring when the same people. It's like the same people winning driver of the day all the time. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I don't know why Max Verstappen didn't get fan boost. <laughs> yeah, to, seriously. To be honest. <laughs> I feel like if you could write someone in, he would. Yeah, I know. What? Yeah. Anyway, like like set a fastest lap on lap fifteen. That was cool. Um, I have a note in here that's just turn three was a mess, eh? <laughs> oh yes, yes it was. Yep. Uh, did you you guys saw Nico Prost tried to overtake under yellow flags? Yes, or yeah, he I almost did. did. Yeah. And then he was like, was "Oh like, no!" Open your eyes. What are you, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah. And like. The two dragons hit each other on a yellow flag too. Like, what the fuck, you guys? Yeah, Calm it's down. not that hard. No. <laughs> no, your sons really did not have a great day. At no, all. they didn't. <laughs> so Neither friends. did mine. No, they didn't. <laughs> um, so there were a whole bunch of laps in the middle where Nick Heidfeld was just like holding everybody He's up. He's doing a, tru- yeah. a truly train. <laughs> the truly train, yeah. <laughs> Except. 
it, Jack Jack Nichols was like, but he doesn't have more energy than anybody else, so he's quick in all the right places. <laughs> yeah. And I guess that's true, because no one could pass him. No. I really enjoyed uh, Jack Nichols just, like, chiming in with all of those, like, Nick Heidfeld facts. Like, the last time he won a race was. <laughs> like, thanks, Jack. Yep. Yep. It was also really great to have Jack Nichols back because he looks at Twitter during the race and he, like, yeah, ca- calls people out by name so you can get your name Yeah, on, well, it's like, like I'd be reading my Twitter and I'd read, like, a tweet from someone and then he'd say exactly the same thing. I'd be like... Yeah. He's looking at, like, it's um. my feet. <laughs> She's like, yep. wait. But he gives credit, because, yeah. like, looking spiffy, yeah. he was like, oh, yeah. thanks to her for that. That was fact. the one that like, I read. Blah, blah, blah. It was just like, wait. Was <laughs> yeah, it was really cool. Good times. Um, What else? The stadium section still just looks awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I know. There were some really nice overhead shots, and I want to go to a race there so bad. I know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Maybe Formula E next year. Yeah, could do it. That would be sick. That track being the way it is, like part on a track and part on streets, just really works. It was cool and different from what we've seen earlier Mm. in the Formula E season. So I liked it. That was neat. Yeah, definitely. I think at this point, I don't think this would have been the case two years ago, but they've gotten to a point now where the cars are good enough that uh, being partially on a track actually works. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I'm actually pretty excited for Germany because they're back to Tempelhof Airport Mm -hmm. and maybe it'll actually be good this year. Mm-hmm. Could be, as yeah. opposed to two years ago when it was just dull. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's a situation though, because aren't there still refugees? At the yeah, I think they said that they're using a part oh, of the okay. track or a part of the airport that you know isn't okay. near that. I mean, that's it's good. it's an airport. It's big. Yeah, so that's good. Mm-hmm. I mean, it'd be really cool if they could do something where the people staying there could get in just, for free yeah, and like have amazing. a nice day. You know? Yeah. yeah, that would be super cool. You know, yeah, here's a nice thing that people are doing for you. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay, so from there, Jose Maria Lopez took the lead, because poor Oliver Turvey, the struggle is real. Like, all the pit stops started from there, and everyone else was kind of around 7 to 11% energy on one of the last laps, and Esteban was at 3. Somehow, yeah. Somehow he made it. It was it yeah. was good. I was very proud of him. Like he did mm-hmm. good. He did good. Yeah. Yeah. He didn't fuck up. It was it was good. He had a good first race. I'm ex- so he's not in the car for the rest of the season, right? No, I think he is. I think they they oh. put him in like for the whole season though. He's replaced. Oh, oh wow. Ma. Okay. Well, that'll be cool to see. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, Ma well, has been him. kind of struggling in the earliest races, so it makes yeah. sense. Yeah. And the end of last season as well. Yeah. He was a bit of a liability. Yeah. 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 Well, that's fine. That's good. Good for him. Yeah. I'm glad he has a drive now. That's Me excellent. Esteban. Uh, <laughs> yeah, remember Austria yeah. where Esteban Ocon was the new Estebibi? <laughs> what, what are we going to call Esteban Gutierrez now? Esteban. Esteban. <laughs> He's a man now. Uh, oh my god, I feel like that whole day of testing at Austria was just us... <laughs> Like, whatever the equivalent of shitposting in real life is. <laughs> that was us the that whole was us day. That was us for eight hours. Eight hours? My was dude. It was 12. It was 12. Yeah, eight to eight. 12 hours in those grandstands. Right. Yeah. That was a long yep. day. That was a very long day. It's a very fun day, though. Yep. I'm really glad you brought your sleeping bag, because it was <laughs> <Me> so cold. <laughs> oh, God. Yep. Memories. Uh... So, Lucas Degrassi and Jerome pitted really early. Yeah, yeah because before everybody else. Jerome and Luke, or Loic hit each other. And so, Jerome had to go through the pits 
and like swap cars, I think, mm-hmm. early in the race because he had damage or something like that. And then Lucas had to go in because of like getting hit by Stefan Serzan, which resulted in like just the team like beating the <laughs> wing off of his car. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> so they both had, you know, they stayed out and we're running one too. And I was just hoping to hope, beyond hope, that like. Get them to the end. <laughs> but, <laughs> but no. But no. Um, so when Jerome was down on energy yeah. towards the end of the race, yeah. and Jean Eric Verne was just, just like all over his all ass. over his butt, like Jesus. And it then was so stressful every time they like went to like the quarters. I was just like, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay, we made it. One more lap. One more lap. <laughs> but no. no. Apparently, what happened, like. Jerome's like what he was getting from his team and what he was reading on his dashboard were different so he thought he could push more than he actually should have because he thought he had one last lap to go than he did which is why he ran out of power on the last lap that sucks I know I'm so sad poor guy Uh, Jean-Eric Verne had literally no chill about this situation (laughs) at all either he had some words he's just very high strung I think he was freaking about about a lot of things all weekend he was yeah, that poor guy. I mean, yeah. yeah, he always does seem to kind of like. He doesn't know when to not say things. Yeah, <laughs> he had he had some issues when he was at Toro Rosa with very. Similar, oh God, a similar situation. <laughs> like, oh, he did himself no favors in that situation. No, he didn't. <laughs> no, he didn't. <laughs> Do you think that maybe in retrospect he looks back and he's like, maybe if I had been a little towed the line a little more, I could have had a drive. <laughs> I think I think he might have, but I don't know. It was also pretty far gone at that point. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, yeah, so he he ripped Jerome in the media afterwards too, which yeah. was a little like. Yeah. Even though Jerome no, literally but... did nothing wrong, he was just defending no! his position. What do you expect like, him to do? <laughs> yeah, pull over. He's not just going to give up the position. <laughs> exactly. You're not just going to like. You know, you're in second place legitimately. You're not just going to decide like. You know, I'm gonna stop. Jerome drove very well. Like he didn't hit anybody or anything. And yeah, no, there were no shenanigans. No, just... if anything, I think John Eric Vern was being a little too aggressive. Yeah, you know, his yeah. overtaking was like he he goes to the inside where maybe he doesn't have necessarily enough room mm-hmm. to be going to the inside. Yeah, and he tends to go from quite far back as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 exactly. He so. pushed Jose Maria Lopez off the track at one point. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, that, that, uh, the spin where Jose Maria Lopez went and then Sebastian Buemi almost hit yeah, him, yeah. spin the exact same position. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I need a gif of that. It was beautiful, <laughs> but also sad. Yeah, good job, guys. Uh, Andretti did not have a great day. No. Uh, no. my poor team. Uh, Robin Frins got a drive-through penalty for being under the minimum pit stop time. Like, how do you, how does this happen? I, I feel like know. every race someone fucks this up. Do you not get like a little memo that gives you the minimum pit stop time before the race? I'm, I'm, like, guys, down, come on. Keep it to your forehead. Something. Seriously. Don't forget it. I think it sounded minute, like they changed it, minute. didn't they? And that was the they problem. They changed it at every really. race. It's different. Yeah, but I mean, I think they changed it race. during that race weekend. Like, I think it was 57. The before the race. Yeah, yeah, and then they changed it to okay. 60 seconds, and apparently Andretti didn't get the updated. Memo? They didn't get the memo. <laughs> so Formula needs to get their shit together. Yeah. We're in season <laughs> three, people. 
I feel like when they make these changes, when they make these changes, when I'm at Bruins games and I'm sitting in the press box and something happens, like there's some sort of ridiculous thing that goes down, they have interns with actual stacks of paper and they go around and they give a physical memo copy to everyone in the box. Like, Formula E, I know you're trying to be all green friendly and everything, but maybe sometimes Use recycled paper. Yeah, you, yeah, you can recycle this paper. But maybe, maybe their email wasn't working. Like you can't rely on electronics when something very, very important is happening no. at a race weekend. I mean, you should be. You know, able if to. the commentators know what it is, the yeah, teams really, really should. The teams should know. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I don't know. They should just get like think. a giant whiteboard, like in their garage, <laughs> and like write it on there in really big letters, like pit stop time. Yeah, but then you just have the minute. other teams just going and rubbing it out and just quickly changing it. <laughs> <laughs> Shenanigans. <laughs> There's no fail-safe method to do this, but you know what? They should figure something out. It's too much. Yeah, because last year this happened all the time, right? There were a whole bunch of teams that got penalized for this, yep. which. They should all have to take a quiz like before they start the race. Like, what is the minimum <laughs> yeah. <pit> stop time? <laughs> Are we clear on this? Yep. Like, please. <laughs> don't fuck this up. Yeah, I don't understand. I don't understand <laughs> this. Uh, and then Antonio Felix da Costa retired. Like, what? Yeah. I, I didn't doing? even notice that. But, yeah. There was too much happening in the it last few laps. Crazy. And it was he just didn't like... make a big deal about it. Yeah. His car just stopped going. Oh. Right? Yeah, it did. It did. Which, is that all? That's also what happened to Luke's car, right? Yeah. It just yeah, didn't. Just yeah. Lost stopped. power. Yeah. Not great. Not a good My day poor for American anything. teams. No. Get your shit together. This is the one Penske team that doesn't fucking dominate. Are you kidding me? <laughs> it's because it's the one you're actually cheering for. It's the only one I care about. God damn it. <laughs> yeah. So the last big thing that happened in the race was that Mahindra crash, yeah. which... Holy Jesus Christ. <laughs> that came out of nowhere, too. Like, they were going yeah, so did. well the whole race, and then suddenly... Yeah. They just drove over each other. Yeah. Yeah, the, yeah. the Mahindra they... crash that Nico Pross had absolutely nothing to do with, according yeah. to and then E-Dance. Mahindra, like, blamed him on Twitter. Yeah. Like, well, really? Yeah. It was his fault. You know, he nudged mm-hmm. Nick, which then put him into the spin that then made Felix hit him. Um... Which is what Mahindra. Nico Prost, I feel like, had a couple situations during this race. Like, yeah, he did. Buddy, are you okay? He was on a are different planet. Okay? <laughs> but then, yeah, and then Edems released their thing, and they were just like, "Oh, well, the Mahindras crashed, and Nico Prost avoided it." I'm just like, Nico wasn't even uh, behind I- them. <laughs> he he was there, so he couldn't have avoided the crash because he caused it. <laughs> but you know, you do you, Edams. Whatever. Alternative facts. <laughs> yeah, some of the post some of the post race reaction. Oh my god, was something. Like, it's really harsh all around. Dragon Racing has no chill. Like <laughs> they went through and they're liking everyone's like passive aggressive <laughs> tweets about stuff. And like before the race, I just like lost my shit over Jerome and like they went through and liked all of it. And like That's the people hilarious. from Faraday Future were all liking it. And like I don't know all this stuff after the race where I was giving shit to Jeff. Like <laughs> they're amazing. They also had had some likes there too. Like come on, you guys. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I since I watched this on delay, I missed the whole... I saw a lot of the post-race reaction, but none of it made sense because I didn't know who won <laughs> yeah, or yeah. what happened. And it was just... It seemed like so much. It, it um, was, yeah. What ex- so Mahindra went on and blamed Nico. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they do that, like, outright? Well, it was just in their press release. They didn't blame him. They just stated what happened. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. you know, 
and then Edam's just had their own version of events and then Nick Heidfeld just copy and pasted <laughs> both of them and was just like, interesting. <laughs> Alternative facts. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, Nick, fake I love news. you. <laughs> it was great. Edam's rolling in with the fake news yeah. over here. <laughs> so, yeah, interesting race. Uh, yeah. Lucas Degrassi, to win that race after like his yeah. lap two shenanigans is Seriously. really impressive. Yeah, yeah. God, he is so damn good. I know. He is. Not fair. Jay walked his way all the way to the top. <laughs> <laughs> like, and just staying calm and getting good finishes when bad stuff goes wrong. Right yeah. The race. This yeah. is not the first yeah. time this season that's happened. So no. good on him. Yeah, yeah. Pretty amazing. Yeah. yeah. And he got to keep it, the most important thing. So, yeah. unlike yeah, last yeah. year. Oh, LDG. <laughs> other, other big movers in this race. Daniel Apt had a good race, too. I mean, yeah. that whole team, just mm-hmm. very, very solid. Uh, moved up 11 places after his situation yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> um nelson pk also had a good race whatever oh um <laughs> yeah i know he finished ninth but i mean he started 18th so yeah that's not bad yeah pretty good i don't even um, remember them mentioning his name once nope. right nope. well it's the i mean it's that sort of situation where if you're keeping your nose clean and you're just kind of passing everyone that screws up yeah. without getting involved in it like Good job. That's a top 10 finish. There you go. Mm-hmm. Buemi, Nick Heidfeld, not so great. Uh, no. <laughs> Buemi spun when he was using fan boost. Yep. The fan oh, boost. So- <laughs> okay, so y'all know it is a well-known fact that everyone I root for does really fucking bad all the time. So I decided to become a Buemi fan and I fan boosted him every single day. Except, <laughs> except for race day. I fan boosted Jerome last minute, right before the race started. Guess who fucking DNF'd last minute? Like, he did so bad at the very oh. end. Like, I can't believe it. I'm pretty sure this is me. <laughs> so, next race, who are you going to fan boost? I don't know. Probably Bohemi again. I just don't like yeah. him. Use your powers for good. I'm going to start fan boosting Mitch Evans. Like, yes, yes. Oh my god. <laughs> yes. Fuck him right up. He yeah. had a really good race too, which yeah. is annoying. No, really, I was so mad. I'm really glad to see that the Jaguars are good. But. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunate. <laughs> Who drives I just, I just wish it wasn't Mitch Evans. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Adam Carroll, I'd Anyone be fine but with. Mitch but Evans. Yeah. It'd be nice if one Jaguar did well. Yeah. Just one Jaguar. Um, yeah, Oliver Turvey, not so great. Antonio Felix Acosta, epically not so great. Um, poor Felix. I just, I want him to do well. I know. He deserves good things. I know. I was going through all of my indie cards today, and I found my Indie Lights Felix Frozen Quest card. I was going through pictures today, and I found the ones of him on podium that I took, and I was like, aww. (laughs) One day. He'll get there. One yeah. day again. He's really good. I mean, he yeah. just keeps getting caught up in these situations that yeah. aren't his fault. It's, it's just, like, bad, like, circumstances bad that luck. he's in. Yeah. This definitely seemed, like, not his best track, as opposed to some of the other Formula E tracks earlier on. Mm-hmm. He struggled mm-hmm. during qualifying, like, he was around the track in places he shouldn't be on his yeah. qualifying yeah. lap. So. Well. He's getting there. He's learning. <laughs> I like him. I'm still debating whether I want to make that how sweet it is flag for him <laughs> in uh, New York. Please do. That'd be so funny. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna paint his car. I gotta paint two cars now. Oh my god. I'm gonna make that banner for May. Jesus. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. But yeah, good race. We've got a couple, another one coming up in a couple weeks. We're finally getting to the point in the season where things happen yeah. relatively close together. Yep. Yep. 
Uh, the next race is... I think I think it's Monaco. It's yeah. Monaco, okay. Yeah, yeah that's mid-May, right? Yep. So a couple, yeah, six weeks or so. Yep, not as big of a gap. No. So that's that's nice. And that Monaco track is actually really nice. So, yeah. um, mm. although we don't have Bruno Senna to go launching into the air this year. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> yeah. So. God, that was, that was a situation that I had. Yeah, yeah. What a time. <laughs> uh, yeah, all in all, good race. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. I'm glad it happened. Glad it was good. Glad it wasn't boring. Glad Buemi didn't win. Yes. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, so other stuff. Are Indy 500 tickets shipped, friends? Yes! So it's almost excited. time. I'm so excited. <laughs> yep. it, like, every day it gets closer, and I'm like, soon, 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 soon. soon, soon, soon. <laughs> but also, soon, soon, soon. Holy crap, I have so many things I gotta <laughs> do before then. <laughs> I gotta make a banner. I gotta make my dragon banner. I was gonna make a t-shirt. Like, I'm just behind. <laughs> I have school. Like, god damn it. Yep. It's not enough hours in the day. <laughs> No, not really. Um, yeah, they've been testing at IMS this weekend. Uh, they were supposed to test Friday, but it was too cold, apparently. Hmm. Indianapolis is cold not in April. Shocker. No. It's been rainy. Oh, yeah. Like rainy, cold, grizzly. But they tested today, or they are testing today, today being Sunday. Um, seems to be going well. Mm-hmm. Ed Carpenter's team is out in full force. Yes. J.R. Hildebrand's facial hair situation is a situation <laughs> also out also out in full force <laughs> not great no um what, what is jr doing like is he ever gonna shave i don't <laughs> he's know going for that lumberjack look <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's trying to grow like a lucky like playoff beard sort of I thing think. like like hinch did when he wasn't driving yeah. <laughs> jesus Oh my god, please no. <laughs> Some people just shouldn't grow not. facial hair, and I think JR is on that list. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be so bad if the hair also wasn't bad. Like, if you're gonna have one, you gotta have the other maintained. <laughs> yep, yep. It's, just it's not great. Like a, like a wild uh, he actually, he, he was in Detroit uh, within the last two weeks, doing like a whole bunch of stuff with kids, like STEM things, which is nice. Cool. Um, That's awesome. Yeah, the photos from that were really cute. So... Yeah, IndyCar's back next week. We'll preview that after we talk about NASCAR, which, let's talk about NASCAR. Okay, NASCAR. <laughs> so they're at Martinsville right now, uh, which is cool. But coming into the race, Kyle Larson is the points leader now, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool. Um, he wasn't that great last year, only won once. So it's neat to see him in the points lead. And anyways, he released a statement this last week about... How he was unhappy with how, like, his owner, Chip Ganassi, and some of the other NASCAR owners have not been very supportive of him doing other races. Like, trying to do the Indy 500 double, or doing, like, dirt track races, or, like, small local track races. Which, those sort of things he did a lot in the past. Hmm. And, I don't know, he was pretty, he disagreed with it, because he thinks that's a good way for him to connect with fans. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I support him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that NASCAR could use that. Like drivers getting out and doing other things. That used to be a big part of their sport. And now it hasn't mm-hmm. been so much lately. They've sort of grown into these people who make lots of money. And have as minimal relation with the fans as possible. Like you don't understand. Mm-hmm. When I went to like the F1 weekend. 
I was surprised because there was actually an autograph session that was organized. You could go and at least have a chance to get an autograph. In NASCAR, you don't so much have that. If you don't have pit lane access or paddock pass somehow, you're not going to get an autograph. Probably. So, I don't know. Yeah, and I feel like especially with the whole, like, the Indy 500 double that you could possibly do, like, that's just such... It's such a publicity opportunity. It is. Like, there's so many things that they could be doing that the IndyCar guys do. I mean, like, the whole fact that they can go in the drive in the endurance championships, like, that's... Mm -hmm. You never see the NASCAR guys doing that, really. And it's kind of nice that Indy offers that. Like, they schedule their thing around, like, Le Mans, so, like, the drivers can go and do that, which is really nice. Yeah. It's a totally different concept. (laughs) Like, IndyCar, letting them do that. It's awesome, and I really wish NASCAR would. Yeah, the comparisons between NASCAR and F1 in that regard um, are really interesting. You know, like uh, F1 scheduling Baku versus Le Mans so that Nico Hulkenberg couldn't defend his championship. Um, They just have complete disregard for other series um, and like what, how those other series may affect viewership and all that. Uh, And I think for both series, that's definitely something that if they want to continue growing, continue, you know, being as important as they are in the motorsports community... That's something that maybe they might want to take a look at. Mm-hmm. So and really, NASCAR isn't growing. It's really struggling in viewership. You look at, you watch races on TV and the grandstands are so empty compared to how they used to be that it's really scary. And now we have like the Monster Energy Girls video where they're saying, oh, this is how we need to grow our sport. Bring in all the young mm. boys with these scantily clad girls. And it's like, no, 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 that's not what we need to do. No. Mm-mm. You should try to reach out to fans. Make the experience as good for the fans as possible. Get your drivers out there to do things like Indy 500 and ROC, which they at least did do. But just, yeah. there's so many opportunities there and they just, ah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. if, you, if you have drivers crossing between sports and taking part in these huge events, like that brings a lot of publicity to your sport. Like, if yeah. you've got Nico Hulkenberg going and driving in Le Mans, like, people who are going to watch Le Mans who don't watch any other race, like, mm-hmm. the rest of the year. But maybe, like, if they're so inspired, like, that brings attention to Formula One. It brings attention to IndyCar and, like, all of this series that can get to drive in that. Like, I don't know. It just it makes sense to let them go and do things like that, like these mm-hmm. huge events. And you know that whoever is the first guy in this modern era to do the double, like, mm-hmm. that's going to be a huge huge publicity stunt yeah you know the whole the whole logistical circus of getting from indianapolis to charlotte right it's it's north carolina yep. for a 600 mile race <laughs> yeah, yeah. there will be like a live camera and him getting from one race to the other like it'll be a hilarious shit show and like what how what better way to raise awareness and like raise you know the visibility of your sport than by doing some sort of ridiculous thing like that you know mm-hmm and like that, I don't know. I feel like there's so much potential there. Like that would be insane, and it would be so much fun. Like, can you imagine? Can you imagine all of the people who don't really care about racing who are gonna watch this? Like, the fuck, this dude's gonna race two races in a day? Like, what? <laughs> He's gonna drive 1,100 yeah. miles total in one day. <laughs> it's amazing. That's just absurd. And like Kyle Larson, who we were talking about here initially, who said that art he drives for Chip Ganassi, IndyCar connections. Like, ah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. It just, it's so sad that that isn't a thing. <laughs> well, yeah, between, I mean, between Chip Ganassi and Penske, like, that's a significant number of drivers and spots right there. Totally. Like, mm-hmm. how do you not take advantage of this? Can you imagine, like, Simon do, trying to do the double? Oh, my God. How many, how many, Danica. like... Danica. Patrick. Danica could do the double. I love it. 
amazing. With Simon, though, we could make so many Talladega Nights jokes. Like, do you understand <laughs> oh the potential here? John <laughs> Gerard know? actually arriving from open wheel racing to race a 600 mile race. <laughs> he could wear, like, the Perrier race suit and everything. Oh. Like, Please. Could you imagine? Get an actual like sponsorship with Perrier and like do the thing. So <laughs> these are the sorts of things these teams should be doing to like engage people. <laughs> like you it's funny, but it's also incredibly impressive. Like yeah. can you imagine? Again, it's kind of a running joke, but like look to IndyCar for growth. Like the example of how to grow your sport. Like they're rebounding from one of the biggest disasters in, you know, series publicity history with the split and everything and they've grown right back into you know a decently popular series at this point yeah to the point where i think yeah yeah. and it's because they make consistently good efforts in order to grow their sport they don't just try to like rely on a tradition because they don't really have one like the split really shook things up they have to kind of forge new ground and i think like these other series like you mean they have that tradition but like you also still need to be looking forward and What's going right. to be working in 10 years because things change within 10 years. Yeah, I think F1 and NASCAR cling so hard to that tradition. You know, and it, it, it's visible throughout every aspect of the sport. You know, mm-hmm. we looked at the new IndyCar concept cars this year, or this, this week, which look incredible. Yeah. You know, they look like the 90s IndyCars while also having, like, this really nice futuristic look to them. Mm-hmm. Um they're actually putting a significant, you know, importance on not having dirty air behind the car so that overtaking is significantly not easier, but more doable. Yeah. Between that and the push to passes that you can use to defend, you know, they're making racing a priority rather than mm-hmm. making the cars look good, making the cars faster and more hard to drive, mm-hmm. making the cars look mean. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know if NASCAR is doing anything like that to their body kits or if they've just stuck with the same thing for a while. I think um, maybe the latter a little bit more. Yeah, <laughs> Not yeah, too yeah. drastic of changes. Mm-hmm. So again, sticking to tradition for F1 and NASCAR, while IndyCar is kind of forging new grounds, making efforts to, to make the racing more interesting, because that's what fans want to see. They want to see good racing. Yeah. They're not here for grid girls. They're not here for, you know... I, I don't care if the cars are, like, uh, 2% harder to drive and if maybe a lap time gets cut down by a second. I want to see yeah. a bunch of different race winners, you know? Yeah. I want to see something interesting happening in the race. I want to mm-hmm. see challenges up front and not just who's battling for 15th place right now. Right. Like, exactly. I want to well, see, you know, I, I just want to get my money's worth. I don't want to watch, you know, one car drive around and then the other one 10 seconds later and then another one 50 seconds later. Yeah. If you want, like, the potential for someone to come from the back of the grid and win a race. Yeah. You know, you, you're never going to get that in F1. No. no because the people no. who are going to... Unless it's, like, Lewis Hamilton who starts at the back. Yeah. It, you know, it's yeah. not going to be, like, you know, the little team who wins. Like, Sauber isn't going to win a race. Mm-mm. Not no. unless literally every other car DNFs. Right. Yeah. And here's the other thing. If I'm sitting in a grandstand and I'm watching these cars go by, can I, just the casual spectator tell if a car is going one second faster per lap no i really can't so if i'm watching a slightly faster parade versus a you know one second slower with cars actually overtaking each other i'm definitely going to go with the latter every damn time Mm -hmm. yeah so i mean yeah um like 2015 i guess is a good example like where we had gone to a bunch of f1 races 
And then we went to Pocono and we're like, what the fuck? They're going like seven wide. Like, yeah. and we're just standing there in the grandstand clutching each other. Like, what is this? <laughs> what am I watching here? Yeah. And, you know, like, I would much rather yeah. have an experience of like, that's why we went to so many fucking IndyCar races. That's why, like, Texas was so good. Even if the winner I didn't care for, um, <laughs> like, it was still a good race to get there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, the fact that. Ray Hall won by, you know, less than a thousandth of a second yeah. or whatever. Two thousandths of a second. Like, good lord. incredible race. It, that was you, so good. You know, the whole grandstands, like, everyone was up on their feet just screaming. And, like, that you don't really get that in F1 because, you know, it's like, well, you know, Lewis Hamilton is 20 seconds ahead. So he crosses yeah. the mm-hmm. finish line and we all knew it was going to I have a video from the first F1 race I went to, Silverstone 2014, mm-hmm. and I filmed one of the laps it was probably like halfway through the race nico had already retired so you had lewis in the lead he went past literally 45 seconds later valtteri went past in second place and it's just like good god (laughs) this is boring and it's just you know yeah and people you know i i saw some arguments from you know people who didn't read my article properly and thought that I was talking about the 2017 surprise, surprise. in IndyCar, yeah. which, um, what? No. Uh, <laughs> who tried to argue that, oh, well, St. Pete wasn't that exciting. Um, excuse me? That's- like, yeah, maybe there weren't as many overtakes, but also, like, pit strategy and everything. <gasps> yeah. yeah. But, but that was so good. Like, yeah. come on. And it wouldn't have been possible if the cars couldn't follow each other very closely yeah. if the cars were spread out as much as they are in F1, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah, these. so, yeah, from the body kits to the way they interact with the fans to the fact that there's no real visible grid girls in IndyCar. I mean, there's the cheerleaders that stand yeah. there and as the people walk down the podium thing. But, like, in yeah, St. Pete, that was the... It. Yeah, there it was, and it was local sports teams cheerleaders, which yeah, you're getting the community involved, so that's kind uh-huh. of something. Yeah, it's they're different. Not, it's know, not just they're not standing out on the grid, and it's not. I don't need. Do they televise yeah. that? I'm not. I don't think they do. So like, you don't even. Oh, really the, I don't think so. I don't remember seeing like, it. Yeah, calling like the names of the drivers on TV and like introducing. Oh them. no no no! They don't. They yeah, don't. So it's just you know if you're there, it's not like yeah. it's you know Formula One where they go and like pan over the grid and close ups of all the grid girls. Yeah, yeah. Or NASCAR with God. everything. God. Yeah, and I mean, in with IndyCar, <laughs> one thing that I feel like explains this perfectly is the ABC, like, cutting away to commercials and using photos of the drivers in, like, these fancy suits, <laughs> yeah. like, these beautiful outfits. Like, they dressed these drivers in, like, high fashion to film these cutaways versus yeah. NASCAR, which uses Monster Girls yeah. for the cutaways. Like, Fam, <laughs> what are we doing here? So I did have one thing I wanted to talk about with the um, just like the new body kits. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think like if IndyCar were to be the first series to get a Halo, like that it would establish them as a like a legitimate series? Like I feel like that's one step that they could take to get them like above and beyond and like really draw attention to the series in a good way. And like I yeah. feel like they're missing an opportunity to do that. So here's the thing, they specifically emphasized in that press release that development of this body kit was not done yet. Like, this is a preliminary, these are preliminary sketches. And a lot of people had the criticism of, 
you know, why is there no extra head protection? Like, what? Mm-hmm. I thought we were going to do that. And it, it would does be nice make. to see. Yeah. And it does. If you look at the first design, which was the side view, mm-hmm. it's set up so that, you know, the part over the back and the part in front could easily accommodate some sort of. You know, maybe it's not a halo. Maybe it's just like a, a bar that goes straight down the middle. Like, it's yeah. something. They could mm-hmm. do so many different things with this. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe I it's something like- that gets added closer to the actual development of the physical cars Mm -hmm. i think it'd be really i feel like that's like if they did that that would really like put them one up on any other open wheel series yeah yeah that's definitely true Mm -hmm. um i think one thing they have to keep in mind with that though is that if you develop some sort of halo for indycar you kind of have to you have to look at the whole mazda road to indy as well yeah because if they're developing in those series with the intention of getting to indycar you know, they're going to want to have something similar mm-hmm. to get mm-hmm. used to. So, yeah, there are a lot of factors involved. I think mm-hmm. it's good that they're kind of hinting that there's still a, a possibility that this could change. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of interesting that Formula E hasn't even really thought about this. No. Like, there's been no talk in Formula E whatsoever. Although, I guess they don't really go at the same speeds. No. But... <laughs> But yeah, I still I bet know. that if some of these other open wheel ser- series end up establishing something, they would eventually. Yeah, yeah it'll, it'll be interesting to see. I, I think that the designs look really awesome. Um, mm-hmm. I want to see a car in the flesh, like, right now. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if they're going to, like, try to develop, like, a preliminary actual car for, like, Indy, like, the 500, like, based on that body style, like, just for, like, a display car. Which yeah, I, I I've heard somebody talking about it, and I was like, I don't know if that's actually gonna happen, but like, it'd be mm-hmm. super cool to see them like push that and just try to like print something for for Indy. Yeah, I I, I would love to see that. I don't know yeah. if it's feasible. Yeah, I don't know. However, else, they are still using the DW12 chassis with mm-hmm. this body kit, so it really wouldn't be that hard to just get something manufactured. Yeah, just so, you know something very basic, but yeah, you know, just to give an idea of what it's gonna look like. Yeah, that'd be cool. Um, also, shout out to Kale for actually like yeah. painting Simon Pagano's yeah. livery that on one amazing. of these designs. That, that blew so up. Cool. <laughs> I know it was amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw Simon tweet that, and I was like, "Wait a second, <gasps> Kale made that." <laughs> <laughs> and I also really liked that a lot of people's comment was, "Oh, that's very, uh, it's very, you know, optimistic of you to keep the number one on there." Just like. <laughs> Shrug. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. So, do we want to let's preview next weekend a little bit? We got a lot to watch next weekend. Yeah, we do. It's yes, a lot of stuff one. going on. Yep. So we've got China for Formula One. We've got Long Beach for IndyCar. We've got V8 Superheroes happening. Where are they happening? Do we know? Somewhere in Australia. Somewhere in Australia. Not hard. <laughs> uh, NASCAR we're gonna try is to... happening. NASCAR is happening. We've got VN... VLN 2, the second race of the VLN season. Oh we'll try to watch that and see how Lara's yeah. team does. Yeah, this is going to be intense. I'm yep. excited. <laughs> so it's much race season. I know. I, what I want to do this week is I want to make like a schedule with everything on it for the weekend. That's so a that good idea. It translated into every time zone. So oh, yeah. we can all figure this out, but... Yeah, so China's China's usually a good track for Formula One in terms of overtaking and in terms of interesting races. Mm-hmm. Yep. Hopefully, I'm that curious continues. to see how how long it takes before we know if Pascal's going to be driving. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, 
they've been. I wager he's probably going to do Friday like he did last time, and then he'll be able to tell. Yeah. Again, if you know he's happy to go ahead with it, but yeah, they've been. I still so don't quiet think it's going to happen. Too. Yeah. yeah. Which is. Weird. I did see Manisha like just <laughs> go off on one about people like saying you know that Pascal you know shouldn't have backed out of it blah 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 because it was stupid and I'm just like. Go Manisha. Yeah. yeah. You know, what a stupid thing for people to Yeah, that was really <laughs> that was really good of her to be so outspoken about criticism of Pascal. Yeah. Like good for her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. While also acknowledging that Antonio did a great job. Because mm-hmm. yeah. he did. He did. He, he did. did. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Yeah, I'd like to see them I really I wish I wish Antonio could get a full time drive. Like I just yeah. Me too. Yeah. I know. He did really fucking good. Like it would just be so nice to see him in a car. All the yeah. time. I I want him to get more races because I genuinely think that if Ferrari are willing to take the risk, he'd be a great substitute for Kimi if he retires at the end of this year. Because I, mean, <laughs> I think, you know, he's the Ferrari junior at the yeah. moment. So, he's Italian. You know, and <laughs> exactly, you know. And he's everything they, they need. <laughs> yeah. And he'd be sort of a good, like, not necessarily a number two driver even though he would be the number two driver yeah. but like the what Felipe was to Michael Schumacher in 2006 you know the sort of the backup learning you know the craft blah 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 yeah. so you know, I'd like the, him the, the but they're not going to do that yeah mm-hmm. and the you know the Ferrari aren't going to take that risk with him having no experience in an right. F1 car so especially where the, he's not really doing any driving outside of whatever off drives he <laughs> happens to get this year yeah. So, so yeah, maybe maybe they'll do something where they split the season between him and Pascal. I mean, we can we can dream. We can yeah. Dream. <laughs> yeah. So, ha! Huh, I'm excited about China. It'll be good. It'll be at like stupid yes. o'clock in the morning, but it's fine. It's fine. Yeah, it's I fine. haven't looked up the times. I don't want to know even, right now. <laughs> I haven't even thought about it yet. I'm not trying no. not to think about it. I know that it's later than Australia. Yeah. Because so it's it's actually much. an uncomfortable one for me to watch because I can't just like stay up and watch it like. It's like that per time where it's like, do I take a nap? Like, it's not yeah. at midnight, it's at like 2 or 3 in the morning. Yep. Don't yeah. be like me, I kind of slept through Australia. <laughs> <laughs> nice job, Pam. Not gonna um, sleep through China, though. No, I think no. NBC does air the race on tape delay at like whatever time the race would usually be on it. For like the Europe races, nice. so that's good. But still... But yeah, then, you know, after not sleeping all, all whatever, we have to, you know, get up and watch Long Beach, which, <laughs> oh man, Boy. last last year at Long Beach, we had that whole Scott Dixon and Simon Pagano situation, <laughs> oh, which yes. for that. was so extra. <laughs> How many times do you think they'll talk about that this week? Probably a lot. all of them. <laughs> and it's so funny, like, I just, I love IndyCar because, like, it's these little things that, like, get blown up and it's, like, just these, they're just so funny and it's not, like, thrown in your face all the time. Of, like, no. Yeah. It's rivals. It's timely <laughs> yeah. enough that, like, it's really funny every time, like, these little rivalries get brought up because it's, mm-hmm. like, three weeks after this happens, it doesn't matter anymore. But, like, no, if you're, yeah, you're like, but remember that time. It's not like, okay, so <laughs> let's think about, let's think about this in terms of F1, right? Yeah. So if, if, let's say Scott Dixon is Lewis Hamilton, just naming a driver out of nowhere, like, <laughs> just an example driver that, you know, just whatever, he's Lewis Hamilton. And let's just say that Simon Pagano is, we'll call him Nico Rosberg. <laughs> <laughs> now... If Nico had cut the pit lane exit 
and bro- like sort of maybe marginally possibly broken a rule and then after the race was kind of like well i didn't think i did it and yeah. scott dixon aka lewis hamilton complained about it the way scott dixon did <laughs> how many <Funny>. articles <laughs> let's let's set an over under on how many articles the british media would have written there would have been there would have been millions, like, before the race even ended, and then after the race, there would have been millions more with, like, the headline of Lewis Hamilton slash Scott Dixon's comments. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. It would they be would on the still national be talking news. talking about it three months later. Oh, yeah. Four national news. Later. Yep. Next Years year. later. Like, <laughs> they still talk about, like, even, like, Spa, 2014. Oh. Oh. They were still talking about that. I know. Like last year, oh, no. every t- whenever they were at Spa, it's just like, oh, remember 2014? It's just like, how could I fucking forget? I can't forget because you push it down my throat every <laughs> yeah. two seconds. Like, Seriously. please leave. It's just like, my God. You know, we're still talking about Senna and Prost in Japan, 1989. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It never ends. It never ends. Yeah. But like in IndyCar, we're just like, ah ha ha! Remember that time Simon fucked up and Scott got real bad about it? <laughs> yeah. Like I just, it's so much more lighthearted, and it I is. just it enjoy it so much, even if it's at Scott's expense. Sorry, Scoot. <laughs> but yeah, Long Beach is really pretty. I miss it for Formula E a lot. Um, I just, oh, it's it's gonna be good. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. And then V8 Supercars and VLN will just fit in wherever they fit in. I'm assuming VLN yeah. will be in the morning. So we're just going to have like yeah. 900 VLN will be hours in the morning straight of race V8 Supercars is probably going to be sometime, I think possibly before us, uh, China. But I'm not sure. Okay. Long Beach. What time is Long Texas Beach? Next week? Elizabeth, have you heard about it at all? I think so. I feel like I've seen Texas Motor Speedway tweeting stuff about it. And I was like, there's a race coming up. But yeah. Yeah, I I'm think not it might be sure. in Texas. Mm-hmm. See, this is a good time of the year to have a race in Texas. Like, hint, hint, nudge, nudge, IndyCar. <laughs> Why are we doing this in June, June or July? It's too damn hot. Because at least it's a night race. Yeah, but still, um, like, you gotta be there during the day. Hint, hint, I know, nudge, was... nudge, Kota. Oh my yeah. god, exactly, what if? Exactly. Uh, I was talking to my friend who lives in Dallas that we're probably gonna see that weekend. Um, and she was like, wait, it's in June? Like, uh, you're gonna be outside all day? Um, have fun, good luck! (laughs) I was was just telling somebody about this today of, like, when I did Lone Star Le Mans, like, the one year, I think it was 2015, where I kept all of the water bottles that I drank, and, like, just, like, crushed them and put them in my backpack so that I could count them when I was done with the day. And I was, like, severely dehydrated because it was so hot, and I had drank over 20 liters of water. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Yeah, I, like, got home and was, like, pounding back waters, and I was, like, pouring all of these, like, empty water bottles out of my backpack, like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> so it's gonna be a oh good my. time. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I'm excited. hydrated. Exactly. They had free I think water. I- it was... Beautiful. I think our Airbnb has a pool, so <gasps> it'll be fine. My dude. My dude. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. I know. It's going to be great. Yeah, we're about to, like, really get into the season of there's race cars all the time, and we're going to a lot of them. So, <laughs> hype, hype, hype. I'm so excited. <laughs> yup, yup. So, all right, let's get into Ask TGG, because oh this is a lot. Ones. There's some real good questions this week. Holy crap. Um, 
We're going to start with Zoe, and we actually kind of already answered this question, but I guess we can speculate a little more. Uh, how did Andretti Autosport manage to miss the change in the length of time for pit stops? How? Uh, I'm going to go with they did write it on their whiteboard, and someone from whoever was parked <laughs> next to them snuck next door and erased the like yep. the last number and changed it. Actual pranksters out here, like... Fucking yep. around with each other. Yep. <laughs> like they wrote, they wrote sixty seconds on the whiteboard, and someone walked in and like just smeared the edge of the six to make it a five. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that was bad. That was real bad. Get your shit together, Andretti. Come on, you're better <laughs> than this. Um, Nina asks, "How happy are you about Marta Garcia joining the Renault Sport Academy?" Yeah, that happened this week too. That's really awesome. Yeah, um, I'm like, I'm super excited. I remember in December, a bunch of articles had come out about her of, like, is she, like, the next, like, big hope to get into Formula One as a woman? Mm-hmm. So it's nice to see that these steps are, like, happening right now. Yeah. She's Spanish? Yeah, so... Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's right. Yeah, we did see articles about that in December. I did... I do remember that. Yep. Um, so between her and Tatiana Calderon and, you know, a few other up-and-coming women, like, that's really... It's, pro- it's promising. I mean... Yep. It's really good. Yeah. Yeah, goals to have one of them on this podcast. Let's see if we can oh make god. this happen, guys. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's yeah. do it. Yep. Uh, Bex. Oh my god. Yes. Here. Let's go. Uh, obviously, <laughs> what are your favorite dinosaurs? <laughs> with reasons. I want to go last. Everyone else. Okay. <laughs> Anyone got one right off the bat? Pterosaurs, because they pterosaurs. Fly. <gasps> well, yeah, because you like birds. That's obvious. <laughs> yes. Um, yep. I um, have to go. Mine is Utah Raptor. A what? Yeah, listen, I'm gonna. You, no one, no one <laughs> listening to this podcast can see this, but I have this book. It's called Raptor Red, <laughs> and it's by the scientist who was the consultant for Jurassic Park. Oh, cool! And what happened was Steven Spielberg was like, "Oh, I want a raptor that's like bigger than a human and like can be the scary bad guy for the movie." And Robert T. Backer, the scientist, was like, "Well, that doesn't exist." <laughs> yeah, you can you can use velociraptors, but they're like half the size Chickens. of a person. Yeah, and so Steven Spielberg was like, "Yeah, cool, we'll roll with that." And then like two <laughs> months later, Backer found the raptor. Like oh he God. was digging, and they found a raptor that was bigger than a human, and it was in oh, cool. Utah. So they named it Utah Raptor, and <laughs> it was too late to change the name in the movie, and everyone already knew what a velociraptor was, but. Yeah, Utah Raptor is the Velociraptor in that movie. Yeah, and awesome. so he's my favorite. <laughs> yep. And kind of terrifying. Um, Triceratops has been my favorite dinosaur since I was like four. So <laughs> I don't really have a reason. I just love them. Maybe Land Before Time. I don't oh. know. Oh, yeah. So That's a good reason. Yeah, she was, she was good. <laughs> <laughs> Mine are birds because they're technically dinosaurs. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I am not creative. <laughs> Wow. Take off all their feathers and they really look like dinosaurs too. I mean, <laughs> dinosaurs had feathers. Yeah. I follow yeah. Sue the T Rex online. She's the T Rex that lives in the Chicago Museum or the Field Museum in Chicago. <laughs> and constantly the argument about which dinosaurs had feathers is a I thing. Which is delightful. <laughs> Most yeah. of them, yeah. Yeah. So good answers, everybody. <laughs> Alright, Charlie Rezemball is back. Who is your pick to win the MVP trophy this season, and why isn't it Brad Marchand? Well, it is Brad Marchand, so fight me. I love him. Um, I do too. I love that he has good hockey opinions, because he likes the Capitals, and I also like the Capitals. But, yeah, no, it's it's Brad. 
My 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 small angry ball of hate, son. There's <laughs> <laughs> lots of goals. Uh, Danny Danny Brennan asks, "No, that's if not you Danny eat Brennan. Yourself, that's that's oh, Danny. Is it Danny Hall? Danny Cat Steve? Yeah, my boy. Texas Danny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you eat yourself, do you become twice as big or disappear completely? <laughs> hmm. I, I was legit thinking about this for like half an hour, <laughs> <laughs> and I was just like." Oh, that's actually a good question. <laughs> mm-hmm. Alas, I don't have an answer. <laughs> you? I don't know. Neither. The answer is neither. Because mass get... cannot be created or destroyed. Like what? matter can't. You can't just no. You just you stay the same size. You're just inside out. That's true. Y'all, I suppose. Y'all, I can't handle this right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like the next question better. Mila asks, if you had to pick a 2017 livery to create an outfit from, which would you pick? I'm so, guessing this is for Formula One, because yeah. she doesn't like yeah. the car. Sauber. Sauber for sure. Yeah, I'd go for Sauber. I think it's... As much as I love orange, I don't think <laughs> yeah. I'd want an outfit. I was going to say, not McLaren. <laughs> a McLaren outfit. But, you know, the, the blue and the gold and the white is a nice mm-hmm. combo. It's very, it's classy. And I don't, yeah. like, yeah. I only wear, like, the only color I wear is black and red. So I guess technically Haas would actually be a more legitimate answer. <laughs> uh-huh. But if, if we're going for dream here, like, I wish I was classy enough to look like a sauber. <laughs> yeah, my answer is Haas, actually, mm-hmm. because I do mostly just wear black and red. And those are the colors that I feel most comfortable in. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm a Haas with a little silver in there, too. Yeah. <laughs> I think that red would match with my hair. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think mm-hmm. I'm gonna say Ferrari, just because nice. red. But I don't know, if IndyCar was in there, Hinchcliffe's. Oh, dude, Just no, if IndyCar was in there, on. the but... fucking Menards livery. I want a fucking neon <laughs> head to toe. <laughs> oh, no, but man. actually, the real answer Just... in IndyCar is the Napa car, because it's that blue. <laughs> that, not even, like, everything aside, I love that blue color. It's yeah, my it's favorite. it's so pretty. What do you guys want for your IndyCar livery outfits? Um, I don't know. I want the the Samsung one from the that they had at Watkins Glen. <gasps> oh, the Ed yeah. Spencer's one. car. That was gorgeous. Yeah. That was gorgeous. Yeah, that was really nice. You could do like that navy blue with like the purple. I'm just gonna be tacky and say the ABC Supply livery. It's <laughs> <laughs> literally gonna be me all season anyway. I just ordered yeah. like a bunch of American flag shirts, so like I'm so ready. For Indy. <laughs> nice. Yeah, there's new merchandise in the IndyCar store, by the way. I I'm waiting until we go to IMS and then I'm just going to be, like, dropping dollar bills, like, left and right. <laughs> Making it rain. It's going to be me. I'm just like, I'm not paying these shipping costs. No, no. Just oh, yeah, give no, it to true. me while I'm there. <laughs> Plus, we can use our, like, IndyCar Nation discount cards, which I... Yeah. Those should be coming at some point. Yeah, I haven't I lost it yet. So, yeah, I haven't gotten mine either. I don't know if... They have them this year? I'm mine's getting sent to Sarah's. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's good. Well, hopefully it'll come here know. before Indy. Otherwise I'm sure I mean, we can I'm just sure show the just email hand- or whatever. Oh, so this one's actually from Danny Brennan. And it's good. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing as how oh yeah, today's WrestleMania. Happy WrestleMania Day to everyone who watches that, I guess. <laughs> uh who wins in a fatal four way match between Sabine Schmitz, Tatiana Calderon, Sophia Florsch, and Simona Di Silvestro? Ah, okay. Process of elimination here. I think I feel like Tatiana Calderon and Sophia Flores are too young 
Like, they uh. just don't, they don't have all the knowledge. <laughs> um, I feel like my answer would be Simona. Because she just, she just looks like she could, like, take on an army. Like, yeah. she's just so badass. Yeah. <clears throat> That's the kind of but direction I, feel I was like leaning in. Sabine would play dirty. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Get the upper hand that way. Yeah. It's tough. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but it would definitely it would either be Sabine or Simona. Like yeah. that would be a death match, like that would be very enjoyable. Be good times. <laughs> Cause like also Simona's really versatile. Like she can drive a whole yeah. bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. Like she's done Formula E, she's done V eight supercars, she's done has she done NASCAR? I don't think so. I don't think so. Don't think so. But she's done IndyCar. Mm-hmm. And yeah. yeah, that's I mean, that's a good variety. So mm-hmm good times um josette asks if you could have brunch at ims during testing what food would you bring and how would your up table set up on the viewing mounds look <laughs> well we would have mimosas yes obviously yes. <laughs> not as many Probably mimosas as butter. that one guy who was real drunk though yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> um i feel like we wouldn't even be classy about it like we would have towel mando <laughs> And we, would have, and we would have bread, peanut butter, and bananas. Because, yep, yep. Like, the standard, and, like, that's it. Maybe we'd have, like, fancy glasses for the mimosas just to make it a little <laughs> we extra would do, special. Do you remember it? Um, yeah. Oh, God. Um, Silverstone, when we got, like, the little wine glasses, like, the plastic wine glasses. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so classy. And also, wait, what time of day is this? If it's vaguely in the morning, coffee. Copious. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We'll drink the uh, that fancy iced coffee that I brought from all the way from here. Somehow oh, we'll yeah. keep it cold. <laughs> yeah, so we're gonna we'll be there for a, a bunch of the practice days, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. We will actually we should actually have brunch on the, uh, the yeah on the, like the turn two mound. <laughs> yeah, I'm really excited to like explore a lot more of IMS than we did last time, especially yeah. because we'll be able to check out so much of the infield during the Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. So. Um, okay, Andrew Kissinger asks, what's your opinion on the volume of motorsport, more or less, i.e., like, engine noise and whatever? Like, I don't care. Yeah. yeah. I have literally never cared. No. I feel like we, the we noise watch is Formula just, e. Yeah. The noise is just one of those, like, cosmetic things that people complain about, and they want to change it. And it's like, you know, that's not gonna... Imp- I want good racing. I don't care if the cars are you know, loud or quiet. If it's a right. car that's, yeah. like, whispering past me and I don't even know it's there, like, you know, I just I just want it to be, like, a good race. Yeah, I just want it doing things. I don't care what it sounds like. Yeah. <laughs> On the flip side, though, like, I was watching a race from 2013 with the V8 engines, and, God, it sounds so nice. Like, it's yeah, just... Uh, they, yeah, they are good-sounding yeah. engines. It's just, I, Very you know, I, yeah, I prefer the noise of the, mm-hmm. the V8s and... On the flip side, to the flip side, though, I think (laughs) the V10s were too much. Like, I like having my eardrums intact by the end of the race. I I remember when I went to to Goodwood in 2014 and uh, Jack Brabham had just died. And so they did like a, instead of a moment of silence, they did a moment of noise where Mm -hmm. they just revved every single engine at like the whole place for one minute. And I was just like, this is really good. And then after like 10 seconds, I'm just like, I am deaf. I'm never gonna hear again. Yeah, <laughs> because just you know there were so many of like all the really old engines, yeah. and it's just like, good lord. I think I mean, that it was while cool, but... like yeah. while the everyone complains about the V6 turbos, but like 
at the same time, when you hear them for the first time after a long off season, like it doesn't matter what they sound like. No. It just matters that they're there. Exactly. Yep. You know? When they revved up the engines at St. Pete, I I just had a moment of oh I my god. <laughs> I got I literally got chills. I literally mm-hmm. had chills. Tears in my eyes. I don't know. I, so then you... I mean the sound the sound is important. What yeah. particular yeah. sound it is isn't important. It's yeah. just important that the sound is there at all. Mm-hmm. I mean, so. and even Formula E has its own distinct noise, and like, mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I wouldn't want to like, if I would want to hear like a quiet engine in like a Formula One car, an Indy car, because I like that they do have that rumble, but I do uh-huh. appreciate that like Formula E has the quiet cars because mm-hmm. it's, like, yeah. I associate that with Formula E. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it also enables them to run in more cities because I think exactly you know the, if the noise of Formula One and Indy, I mean it, the noise in Indy was what preserved a part of what prevented Boston from happening because yeah. um, mm. that was the primary complaint. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, if Formula E I wants mean, do you to remember in St. Pete last year, like when we were go- walking to get coffee and like you could hear the, uh, like the lights cars and stuff, like yeah. just blocks and blocks and blocks away echoing off all the buildings. Like it's kind of nice that they can be quiet for yes a street circuit. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Well, that's kind of all we've got for today. You know, a little slightly shorter episode, but yeah, we'll be back next weekend with a lot to talk about. <laughs> Holy crap. I'm like, I'm like praying that nothing crazy happens with women in motorsport this week. Like y'all just need to chill and behave because <laughs> next weekend we're going to have 900 things to recap. We can't have a three hour episode. <laughs> I can't do this. I can't do this. But yeah, tune in next week. Uh, thanks for listening and uh, we'll catch you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.